He said, what's your ETA at 11.47 and 11.48? I had arrived. I was like, ooh, I know I got here just in time. Yeah, if you get the what's your ETA text from me, I am seconds from heading home. And he arrived, and I watched him come into the room, and (laughs) it was as if Barack Obama had arrived. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how else to put it. People, People moved en masse towards you (laughs) welcome back to oops the podcast all right lots to unpack here i got something for you please julio julio i don't know where you came up with that idea dude this guy was a huge turkey what is this japan which is one of the reasons why i hadn't told you about it no and i also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me yeah yeah which of course you were oh yeah Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Uh, Julio Gallarotti joined by Francis Ellis. Here we are. Hello, Francis. Hello, Francis. How are you? Good, man. How are you? Good, man. I So I had a wedding this uh, over the past weekend. It was my uh, girlfriend's sister's wedding. Big event, big weekend, a lot, uh, lot of fun, cool stuff. Really nice wedding, too. Like, like pretty, like... Pretty fucking fancy. It wow. Was, it was really nice. It was in this uh, really nice place in Brooklyn. Um, it was such a great weekend. And they made a great, they did such a great job of making a New York wedding a wedding, if that makes sense. Cool. There was like a ton of events and stuff. And we even stayed in a hotel. What? You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. It was, it, they made it, they, 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 they made it a wedding in New York, which I would argue is hard. Yeah. It's a lot of the time what happens with weddings in New York is it just turns into an afternoon and that's it. My guess is that it's probably hard to make a wedding in New York a wedding if, as a guest, you live in New York. Exactly. And Whereas somebody flying that. in from out of town is going to think, oh, this is, a, this is a wedding. Right, right. Um, so, dude, something really interesting. So, during the best man speech, the guy, so the, uh, the, the groom's Canadian and his be- all his boys, a lot of his boys are Canadian. And they did this thing, which I'm going to now call the Canadian best man speech. Okay. And you know what it is? You give an example of something, and then you're like, isn't that right, Dave? And Dave stands up in the back of the room and says some shit. Is Dave... Dave's another groomsman? Yeah, somewhere... Not the, not the groom. <laughs> not the groom. Oh, Not oh. the groom and not the best man. Some other guy who's watching the speech, That's and cool. he has multiple people littered through the room who are involved. That is cool. I've never seen that before. That is cool. I'm calling that the Canadian best man speech. It takes a village. Was this were were they not unique in doing that? I've never seen that before. No, I know. But did you ask him? Is this the way things are done in Canada? Or did you guys just come up with that? I didn't ask him that. I assume there's no fucking way. That's just how they do it. We need to figure that out. We need to get to the bottom of this. Because if if they invented that (laughs) for that 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 is one of the most revolutionary and wonderful things. It's like a big Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, <laughs> except more fun. Um, dude, yeah, it was really fun uh, and funny. And uh, these guys go way back. I think that always says something about somebody when like they've been boys with the same guys for so many years. Mm-hmm. And his dad was telling me this. So they all wanted to go to the same business school in Canada together, but like it was hard to get into. So they were all on the same page being like, guys, we need to do really well in school so we can stay together. Oh my and God. they all got in. And went there together. Wow. Yeah. So it's like some shit like that. Um, and the guy, Steve, is a great dude. Uh, like really sweet, sincere guy. This uh, is your... My... Brotherish in law Yeah. I don't know what the official title would be. You're pending? 
brother yeah, and yeah, mom. Right, yeah. But I did get in the by the way, dude, wow. The maid of honor speech too. Hill Dog <laughs> fucking rocked it. Yeah. Hill Dog and her sister gave the speech together. It was so funny. So good. Nice. Um Did she cry? A little bit of crying. Need really, it. dude, zingers. Need that. She crushed. So funny. Did you help her at all? No, not at all. She didn't even want any help? No. Uh, like, like she ran one or two things by me, and I don't even remember her doing that. That's how, like, n- that's how little she... Do you wish that she had asked you for more help? No. I don't care. Mm. <laughs> well, you're a professional comedian. Seems like, you know... I know, but apparently, look, apparently she didn't need the help at all, um, because she was really good, dude. Really nice. funny. Um, that's good. I'm glad you weren't bothered by that. No, I was also even just kind of like, damn, like... She's like better at this than I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, what the fuck? Oh, no. Um, but no. then at one point, her sister like called me out. She's like, no pressure. Like, uh, and everyone was like, ooh. And I just did like, I did a very safe reaction. I didn't do too much. I didn't do too little. I just went, eh. Ah, nice. <laughs> just put my hands up. And, eh. Nice. Nice. Uh, nice. That yeah. is... By the way, that is kind of a signature Julia move. Yeah. yeah that look. That's a kind of a signature move. It's a bit of a signature. So dude, it was a big it was a big weekend weekend for me. And so I was filming, I was like filming a show, which I'm I think I can talk about it, but I don't know, so I'm not going to, but whatever. You guys the cat'll be out of the bag on that soon enough. Big it's deal. Not, it's not that big of a deal. Big deal. I'm in an episode of of an upcoming show that's of a too. big show. I got to do some really fun shit which I'll talk more about when I know for sure I'm allowed to. Anyway, uh, so I've, I shot all day. I threw on my suit. I rushed to like the rehearsal party thing. Uh, unfortunately, missed the dinner, which I obviously didn't want to, but didn't have any choice. Like I can't, unfortunately, you don't get to, as you know, dictate your schedule for some of these shoots and stuff. So I get there and going into this weekend, I was like, you need to pace yourself because you have the wedding Thursday. Or sorry, you have rehearsal dinner stuff Thursday. Wedding Friday. Saturday, there's like a another party for the wedding, like whatever. Then I have like obligatory parties I need to go to. Two parties I need to go to. A going One of them is a going away party. The other one, I'm meeting up with all Frankie Flowers over here. Oh, boy. Which, I, I didn't know you had all of that. And I had a show that night. And then Sunday, I had two shows with you again. Oh, my God. Yeah. So th- I would never have made it. Dude. <laughs> Third, so I'm like, even hearing this <laughs> is giving me anxiety, dude. So I'm like, what do you do? Like, what do you do in that situation? Like, you got to pace yourself. And what do I do? Thursday night, I get blasted, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Fuck. And then it was just like having to like, all right, we we can do this uh-huh. for the rest of the weekend, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but it was a really fun time. I'm glad I I made it through uh unscathed, but Yeah. Let's talk about the party I know. that we went to together. So many fun things about this party. Dude. This was incredible. So, I got invited to this party uh by Francis's friends. Yes, but this is what's the ma- this is the magic of Julio. <laughs> this is the magic of Julio, the magic man. Because I didn't tell my friend to invite him. <laughs> My friend just invited him, which means he is your friend. Right? No, he is. I do. And a lesser man might get jealous. You? Yes. Really? I'm saying I'm, I didn't. Oh, interesting. Because mm. all of my friends have now become your friends, and you talk to them and hang out with them, uh, independent of me. So and you bring up an interesting th- uh, thing, though, because I same. I don't. I that kind of shit doesn't make me jealous at all. I love it, and like some people really love it, but some people do get jealous. Yeah. And. 
I, it's, we, I, I would like to understand that more. It doesn't sound like you'd be one to I be think, able to explain it. I think it. there's... Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I actually couldn't explain it. Yeah. Because I don't. I don't experience it. But I, frankly, I take pride, which may not be good either. No, that's. I good. take that pride in how much my friends like you and how much you like my friends, because and I said this to you mm-hmm. because it makes me feel like I have decent matchmaking taste. I, you know, that I'm not the guy who brought, who told all right. my buddies, like, you got to meet this guy. He's the right. fucking man. And then, nobody liked and then that guy came in and everyone hated him. Right, 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 right. But in fact, I was correct. I was like, you guys got to meet this guy. You're going to love him. I don't even know if I said that. I knew you would just win. <laughs> That's very nice. I had dude. no doubts. I didn't even need to prep it. I didn't need to fluff you up. But I see what you mean. There's a there's a few scenarios where like that is a win for you, where it's like you you know we we took a chance on doing this pod together to a degree because like while we were obviously friendly and like knew each other, we weren't like boys. You know what I mean? So like there was a chance that that might not work. So further from that. It did, right? We enjoy it. And I get along with your friends, which makes that even more of a thing that you picked somebody right. Yes, but you know what's so funny is very early on, I think I told you that I was I had told an important uh, person in my life, I think I can just say it, my agent at the time, <laughs> that I was thinking of doing a podcast with you. Who, by the way, is now one of my agents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I said, I think I'm going to do a podcast with Julio Galarotti. Do you know him? And he goes, yeah, Julio's awesome. Um, he's, he, he goes, I think he said something like, he's a little bit of a socialite. <laughs> As though that was a mark against you. And that, to me, was the most in, like ringing endorsement he could have given you. Without meaning to. Because that, to me, meant like, oh, this guy is not just a club rat comedian. Right, right. You know, right. this is a guy who goes around town, knows how to have a good time, has friends outside of comedy, right. like fits in lots of different circles, which I consider myself to be as well. And the reason why that type of person will sometimes get a bad rap in comedy is because somehow they they're like corner cutters. Like the socialite comedian somehow, this is the the profile. They have rich parents. Yeah. Uh they have this like entitled confidence that like most people don't have because they don't like they're not in any way deterred by authority so those two things plus like connections they can somehow like skip a couple steps but they always end up hitting a wall because if you're not funny in comedy you you just can't can't, it's not possible so like they either stick with it and then they earn everybody's respect or they end up transitioning into doing whatever the other hot thing is at the time yeah being a DJ or fucking <laughs> yeah. starting a VC thing. Yeah. Sh- you know what I mean? So yeah. anyway, I'm not that person, but like he'd probably seen pictures of me like with people who look like that. And I understand why he made that judgment. Yeah. Not the case. I, I do not fit that description. And I told you that at the time and, and, uh, and you know, what a, what a so funny. perfect sort of uh, foreshadowing. I mean, your socialite, you know, let's break that down. It's like, social is the root of that and it is truly your social skills that have i think more than our 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 chemistry in the podcast have have bonded us as friends far beyond the work that we do together Mm -hmm. i got a i got a spelling quiz for you sure b-i-r-d-d-o-g-s what's that spell 
Uh, bird dogs? You're goddamn right. Let's go, baby. It, it also spells great pants, great shorts, built-in underwear liner that moves with you and doesn't restrict your testicles, doesn't <laughs> let them stick to the side of your leg, doesn't make the sound like you're standing up from a hot leather couch when you stand up. Oh, no. No peeling. Nothing. nothing. Thanks to the built-in underwear liner that you find in Signature Bird Dogs products. Julia. <laughs> They've been with us since the jump. We yeah, love Bird are. Dogs products. We swear by them. If I were to get a tattoo, it would be the Bird Dogs logo. We love Bird Dogs. We love them literally as an entity. We just love them. Yeah. And we love the product. It's just a win-win. Guys, go to birddogs.com right now. Use promo code OOPS. Just OOPS. Use promo code OOPS and you're going to get a Bird Dogs Tumblr. Hell yeah. We know what it is. Tumblr, birddogs.com, promo code OOPS. And you have been so well received and and um, by my friend group that you're getting invited to these Christmas parties right, right. without independent of me. And w- when you texted me, hey, are you going to this party? I was so <laughs> excited. I was so excited that you were going. And I was there and I was having a really bad day. Really? Earlier in the day. Really? Yeah. I don't know if you told me. Probably worst day I, I've had in a while in terms of just my psyche. Oh, you were just feeling down? I was very down. Um, I had think you it, been drinking the night before? Um, does that and, and does that affect your mood? Sometimes it does. And, and, and I don't always realize it, but it, it, it almost certainly right. does. But, um, Not because it does to anybody else. Yeah. But... Uh, I, I was very down. I think it was a result of all the, the Fox news stuff. Oh yeah. Um, and I had just been, you know, you, you, I've just been getting a lot of, which by the way, we haven't directly talked about on this episode on the show yet. Yeah. It's kind of old news at this point, which is good. I'll just give a quick summary. Uh, (laughs) if you haven't been aware, I was caught talking on a microphone in a Barstool show about my experiences uh, appearing on Fox News, and I had s- sort of said that I wasn't sure I felt good about them anymore, and I sort of said because I didn't think I that you know I said some bad things about Fox News basically, and and um, that it was divisive, and and you know I wasn't sure that I wanted to be associated with that anymore, and that audio got released by accident, and then. Uh, it got written about in a lot of articles, and uh, it became a big story. And I think I think part of that was because a lot of these news outlets mistook me for either being an actual employee of Fox News or being like an actual conservative pundit. Yeah, as though as though this was some spicy thing where like I had shown my true colors. Whereas the truth was, you're just being funny. I'd never given any indication that I was a conservative or. Nor, nor had I gotten... I didn't get paid you, for those. You gave no indication of any sort of political affiliation. Nor did I ever ask to go on. Uh, I was I was like, sure, yeah, I'll come on and fuck around. And then... So I didn't... Anyway. And, and for what it's worth, um, I don't want to give my true colors in either direction. And I feel that if I had been doing some, you know, Rachel Maddow show or something that for, on the left for CNN... It's entirely possible that I would have gotten caught saying equally negative things about that. Um, 
I just don't really want to be part of any political tug of war or conversation. I don't want to be co-opted for a cause. I'm just here to be funny. Nobody should be taking anything that I say particularly seriously. That is the that is the point. I'm a glorified clown, okay? And I don't want, you know, we, we do our best. We offer insights here, Julio and I. Um, I'm not going to speak for you. We, t- we sometimes say things that I think help people or, or, or have relevance to their lives and and i hope that that's great and we've gotten great messages as a result of that Mm -hmm. but i would advise anybody who especially with me is is taking anything i say as like insight or value or lesson careful i don't know shit about shit (laughs) and that should be evidenced by the absolute roller coaster of my own life i constantly make mistakes we talk about it all the time once again I have punted the hornet's nest <laughs> through my own stupidity. I've punted the hornet's as nest. As silly as this thing it was, and as, as silly as it should never have happened, I still said crazy shit with a microphone on my person in front of cameras. And that's stupid. Yeah. Well, that's I think we just all, stupid. Everybody in this building learned a very valuable lesson that day. Which is, if you don't want it to make the final cut of the episode, just don't say it to begin with. Don't say it. <laughs> if you don't want people to hate you, don't talk shit about them. Whether you shout know out to now. Chris and Ryan, yeah. by the way, Bat- um, batting an extremely high average. They in that are. Department. They are. So uh, anyway, it's been quite a saga. Uh, I, it, it's it's a weird story where the, it keeps playing out. It's like different parts of the world are hearing about oh, it yeah. at different times. Typically. First of all, the fact that it was a story at all baffles me because, again, I just don't think that anyone should give a flying fuck what I have to say about politics. Um, I'm a comedian. I'm not a political comedian, right? But um, secondly, a new article gets written from one side or the other uh, each day. So here we are well after the fact, and it's sort of still spooling out, and I keep waiting for it to die down, and then something else will happen. But... Um, that was why I had a shitty day on yes, Saturday. It was yes. because I was getting a lot of uh, very violent messages mm. um, from people who disagreed with my my thoughts, uh, my private in, intended to be private thoughts on on Fox News, and um, you know, you read them and it just is is a, a real bummer. Yeah, and I was kind of scared, so I didn't really know that I wanted to go to this party anymore, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I had been really excited about the party. I really was. Last year I went and it was like one of my favorite parties of the year. These are very dear friends of mine. I knew you were going. I was super jazzed. It was the thing of the weekend. And then Saturday rolled around and I was down. I tried to take a... I took a nap. Thought that would help. It actually kind of made me more Mm. low energy, weirdly. Uh, Always a risk. Yeah. And then we got dressed up and we went to our very dear friends, our neighbor's uh, place whom you know, to have a pre-party cocktail. They were going to the party as well. And we're sitting there, and Sierra looks incredible. She's shining. She's in a, a gown of some kind. Francis looked amazing, too, by the way. I'm, I'm sending you boys the video. Did I already send you guys the video? I think I did. Yeah, you did. It's in the chat already. Yeah, we were all we were all dolled up. And um, we're sitting there, and uh, they, they were making Negronis, and they were making Negronis with Mezcal. And she, the Turn up. wonderful woman, our friend, was like, would you like one? And I said, you, do you have, I'll have one with gin. 
because I like I like the gin Negroni, and she goes, oh, we don't have any. And then I went over to their liquor thing, and I just didn't see anything that I wanted. So I was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna drink. Dude, I'll just have a spin drift, a sparkling water. And people were like bombed. Yeah, because that was sort of this this the the start of my showing that I was not in a great place right like this is the francis we're getting tonight like if fran is not having a, a cocker spaniel ahead of a party that we're all looking forward to this isn't happening oh <laughs> this is francis excited francis oh <laughs> <laughs> if do you're I not do that? getting this you do this oh like punches upward you do ah! that yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's All right, good, good. None of those. Yeah, I was not. I was not in a good spot. What time is this? When this is the f- that okay. must have been eight o'clock. Okay, eight okay. p.m. Okay, so we had. So seven- you guys got there early. No, we're oh. at their my friend's apartment. Ah, before for a, I don't want to call it a pregame, but a, a a cocktail before we go to the party. Got it. Loosen the the the, the strings a little bit. Yeah, love it. Uh, and. I'm getting quieter and quieter and withdrawing into myself and people mm-hmm. are f- aware of it and I'm not really sure if I'm doing it for attention or if I'm truly just that down. <laughs> and but I find myself darkening. Yeah. Just uh, uh, the clouds rolled in. The dark. And people get up and say, "Okay, we should probably get going. Let's call an Uber." And I said, I just don't know that I can do this. I don't know that I can. Wow. I don't know that I can do this tonight. Wow. And Sierra looked at me and she said, really? And I said, yeah. And she goes, okay. And she said, okay, in a way that broke my heart. Yeah, she'd given up. Into this is the last straw. Four million pieces. <laughs> and I looked at her just sparkling like a fucking disco ball and i said i can't do this to her yeah i have to figure this out nice dude and i said you know what let me run home take the puppy out smoke a little joint and see how i feel and everyone was like (laughs) (laughs) let's go is he back he's back is he back because people know me. Usually when I'm not in, I'm it, there's no chance I'm in. <laughs> and I went home. I did that. I threw a little gel in my hair because I hadn't done that because I didn't think I was going to go even when I got dressed initially. I came back and I was like, let's go. And it was awesome. Hell yeah. We went. We had a great time. I was up for it. And the, the, I, we got there at like probably 930 it's fucking great. Having a good time. Talking to a lot of different people. Having a nice time. But I'm looking at... I'm texting you. Mm. And I know you're coming at some point. Yeah. And it got to about 11.30. And I was like, man, I'm getting a little tired. Mm-hmm. So I... I don't know. I can look at the actual timestamp of the text just out of curiosity. It may have been that late. So this is the thing. I wanted to... um, I wanted to come earlier. Yeah. But... What two of our like best friends are moving next week, so I had to go to their thing. Yeah, and I knew that that wasn't going to go super late, so I was like, I'm going to go to that, then I'm going to go to my show, then I'm going to go to this party. Nice. Um, by the way, I showed up to that party. It was like a karaoke room situation. I know we talked about that last episode, but I was sober, showing up to like two hours deep into the karaoke room. It is like you are entering the other side. Yeah, 
It was so yeah. funny. That's uh, people fucking hammered. That's unusual. So anyway, sorry. So it's I like text that friends. dance party you showed up to where you just hammered those yeah. drinks. <laughs> yes. And I'm just standing there. What's up? <laughs> what are you guys up to, dude? That was so embarrassing, man. Yeah. Um, fuck, I just forgot. I realized I text Francis so much that it might be hard for me to find us. <laughs> we, we text a lot. It's take a while. Anyway, it started getting late. I get the text from Francis. Do you want to tell? Man, I'm looking at this conversation. I'm just sorry that I don't respond more. Dude, you're fine, dude. I always, it's not. It, no, that sounds, that sounds a way that is not accurate. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That makes us both sound bad and it is not the case. Yeah. Francis is not like a big texter. And I am, I will pound a person with texts. I do do that. He's a pounder. So like we, and we like work around, we work around our styles. <laughs> um, okay. So Francis, okay. He goes. Uh, At what time did I say, hey, what's your ETA? He said, oh, you're right, dude. 1147. Like a, like a thirsty boy waiting for the booty call. At 1130, I texted him the package is en route. He said, what's your ETA at 11.47 and 11.48? I had arrived. I was like, ooh, I know I got here just in time. Yeah, I said Because I know that, he's losing that, steam. If you get the what's your ETA text from me, I am seconds from heading home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he arrived. And I was, by that point, I was sitting down, which I do. On I like s- a radiator. I too. was sitting was on a radiator like- <laughs> behind a pillar in this apartment. <laughs> And I watched him come into the room, and <laughs> it was as if Barack Obama had arrived. <laughs> I mean, I don't Get know how else here. to put it. People, people moved en masse towards you. <laughs> the whole There was this magnetism, and the hellos were so warm. Everyone, oh, hey. oh. Look who's here! Yeah, you know when someone of that caliber arrives that late at a party. Ooh, that is a that can add a whole new set of batteries to the party. Brand new spanking double A batteries just injected into uh, into the party. So that's very nice. You came in and I watched you. You didn't know where I was. I couldn't find you. I saw you from the second I clocked you from the second you walked in, (laughs) and I said to myself. I'm going to just watch this. I'm going to just enjoy this. I'm going to watch him enter the room. And you worked your way around, saying hello, saying hello to so many people. Keep in it. mind, these are these are like technically my friends. This is not this is not a group of people that Julio knew prior to to meeting me with like one exception, two exceptions, two exceptions. But yes, but yes. Um and I'm just smiling so hard i think my chin is gonna split um and i'm so happy it's making me so happy to see him and to see him just be so embraced and his you know it's fun to watch a very dear friend of yours uh when they don't know that you're watching them um and I just watched him kind of work his way, and then finally he spotted me, yeah. and that was like, ah, oh, fuck there yeah, he is. here we go. There he is. Yeah, it was really great. And then we had some really funny moments, dude. It was a really fun night. <laughs> so, guys, it's about to be Christmas. How exciting! Uh, hope- yes, it is Christmas. Hopefully, you guys are getting a bunch of cash, other fun stuff. Lots of cash for you. <laughs> One thing we recommend spending your money on is rule of threads rule of threads is the bestest (laughs) the best the best the best 
the best. The best you can do. <laughs> it is the best you can do. They have all sorts of very exciting, fun holiday sales and discounts and great products. I'm currently wearing the pants. They're unbelievably comfortable. Uh, kind of a jogger situation. They have matching hoodies. They're amazing for traveling or just being comfortable uh, and super versatile. You could wear it to do something important or you could just wear it sitting in your house on your couch. They also make polo shirts, a great variety of t-shirts, including some of their big tees, which fit me really well and I really love. I've always loved Rule of Threads. Uh, me too, man. And they've been crushing it. Yeah, I wear their I wear their pants all the time. I love the hoodies. It's just a great automatic throw that on. You know you're going to be comfortable and happy and look good. Yeah. Guys, go to Rule of Threads right now. Use promo code. Oops. There's a 20% discount. 20% off. Jeez, that's a good discount. It's good stuff. Get some uh, for your dad. Make him look cool again. Make, yeah. make dad's cool again, huh? Yeah, this is good for making dads cool again. I like this. Yeah. This is a good initiative. Uh, Ruleofthreads.com. Great way to bring in the new year. Get some new gear. Look clean. Look ready to go. Rule of Threads. Clean, premium menswear basics. So this is my my mark of like a good party is when you really like sink your teeth into the party and like multiple plot lines are like fully unfolding around you. Mm -hmm. You're part of them. You're not part of other ones. It's just like a really fun. And this was one of those nights. This is one of those nights that like deserves a recap. We can't talk about everything. No. But there are some things we can talk about, including guess who happened to randomly be there? The girl who I ran into at 6 a.m. in the Delta Lounge. Yeah, the one. Oh, my God. <laughs> the girl who you said, you don't know who I am anymore, do you? Oh, that girl was there. And she was equally sort of like, okay. about well, <laughs> Yeah, so Julio, Julio was talking to her, and I sort of wandered. I was near them, and G pulls me over, and he goes, dude, this is that girl that I talked about on the podcast. <laughs> Which, you know, without context. I had already told her that. Oh, you had? Yeah, okay. yeah but All right. still, still... Yes. Yeah, and I, and I was like, no way, what? And we were, G and I were laughing about it. It was a very funny moment, and she didn't like, she wasn't buying. She didn't give a shit. Any of what we were selling. She didn't, yeah. She, she was like, yeah, 6 a.m. She has a little bit of a dry personality. Yeah, she's like, why did you do that? That's how she said it. She's like, it's 6 a.m. at LaGuardia. <laughs> at the Delta Lounge, you silly goose. <laughs> she didn't want it. She wasn't at the Delta it. Lounge. Yeah, she definitely didn't give us much yeah. from an audience perspective. Yeah, uh, but I was sincerely apologetic. I'm like, I don't know why I did that to you. I'm sorry. That was and like, she was sort horrible. of just drifted away in a cloud of indifference. Yeah, yeah. Leaving yeah. us to look at each other like, man, huh? are we the only people who find each other funny? <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it just us? Yeah, she's not the most validating. No. But that's okay. Yeah, She's not going to listen to this, and we know that because she didn't hear it the first time. <laughs> We're safe. We're good, dude. That's great. She didn't pick up Oops! The Podcast because she's like, they fucking talk about me on that show. <laughs> um, so that was funny. Then we were talking to somebody else at the party who we both know. Well, I'm, I'm, we're getting updates from this person. And we're, I'm just kind of like, update number one, oh, okay, okay. Update number two, oh, okay, okay. Update number three. <laughs> I can't believe how little of this story you're telling. I didn't There's know it much was more? possible. No, to just give that few details. No, but then, okay. but um, I didn't think this was a story we could tell. Okay. Okay, but I think it might be. So then I ask about this person's relationship. <laughs> and I'm like, and it's, you know, it's like a, it's a, it's a relationship that just appears to be this like really solid, like serious relationship or whatever. And 
uh, I'm like, how's the relationship? And the person is like, well, like little do they know they might be single in a few days. And as a reflex, I just go, yeah, yeah. Then I went, wait, what? And Francis just fucking died, dude. Hold on. <laughs> the way I remember it, which it's just why your reaction was so funny to me, was be- was that they said, little do they know that in a few days, leading us to believe that something positive On was going to happen. On New Year's or something or Christmas. Yeah. You're right. They're going to be single. <laughs> right. And we both were nodding along, got it, preparing got it. to congratulate them On for this wonderful news. And you heard the actual thing, which is that they're going to be single and this relationship is ending. And you went, yeah, 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 yeah. What? <laughs> and I fucking lost it. it so it's like funny. something out of a movie. Whoa, what? And you had caught how absurd it was. What a left turn. It wasn't what we expected at all. I know. Um, and it was really, really funny. But dude, I call bullshit on that. Like they very may, they very well may end up uh, being completely healthy and fine. I'm Maybe sure that just... is exactly what will happen. But it was a very funny thing to witness together. Yeah. It's funny for us to simultaneously recognize something absurd. Yeah, it's fun. And to have the same opinion on it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And I got to be honest, at one point in the party, it appears that the party had died down and like it was about to be done or whatever. So we're all deciding we're going to walk out together. You guys get in an Uber first. I kind of like yeah. figure out what I'm going to do. And that was at one thirty, by the way. Julio's arrival extended my time at the party by two more hours. <laughs> and I was ready to go. I was exhausted. I said I did so well. I didn't even want to come. And now he's here and I stayed till one thirty in the morning, which is... A fucking marathon for me. <laughs> so uh, as I was walking out, I noticed that everybody had just kind of moved into the karaoke room. Yep. And at that point, I was like, oh, man, I wish that I didn't decide to leave. Like, I'm ready. I, I could have definitely let it rip for a little bit longer. But uh, I feel bad then that, no, 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 no. that I, I might have. Uh, no, my night didn't fully end at that moment anyway. Okay. Yeah. You went somewhere else? Yeah. I, did. I had a couple nightcaps after that. Nice. Um, wow. You had a big night. How late were you out? Late. <laughs> come on how late are we late. talking a little sass late uh i mean i definitely didn't see the sunrise like i was i was at like establishments that permit drinking legally still like i got home before i didn't like shut the bar down but it was late probably Four? three i probably got home you got home at, oh it's not that bad. Three thirty. Oh, something, that's... something like that <laughs> oh, yeah. getting but, spicy <laughs> and dude i went to bed Three thirty is spicy. I took Advil. I woke up. I felt pretty good, and then I remembered, and then I had a bunch of like uh, social obligations on Sunday that I was fine for too. But like, I knew it was coming, and then around like six, I was like, "Oof, I need to like get on stage now because if I do that, then I'll have a little bit more juice." Yeah. But like going into like Sunday night shows, I was a little bit like, "Ooh, Dude, baby." Sunday night shows, we had two. The worst. It was hard i'll only do them for like really good shows or like if i'm on the road but like yeah. your shows or like knitting factor with yeah. only a couple things where i will do a sunday it was my show with ashley we had julio on but we did two of them stay humble great. and uh great shows thanks to everyone who came out but my god getting the energy up on a sunday night for comedy and knowing that you know we i was going to be there till 11 30 yeah was hard no after after a, a 1 30 2, 2 a.m night myself which so rare for me yeah um 
awesome. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. I remember like Sunday, and and I'm trying to enjoy December because it deserves being enjoyed. And the uh, on Sunday, I was like, man, I'm gonna probably need a break from drinking or whatever. But tonight, I got a fundraiser. Mm, nice, <laughs> nice. Little Af- the Afghanistan stuff guy's gotten included in a little like fundraiser, local fundraiser thing, which is really nice because the second installment of money needs to go to them mm-hmm. next month. Uh, so this is like the perfect gap financing. That's awesome. Uh, thing. So I'm excited. Um, but yeah, dude, sometimes you just gotta let it rip, man. Yeah. You know, Tis the season. I really think that at this time of year is a very heavy drinking time. And if you can just force yourself to take one or two nights off a week, you know, so you're not stringing together five, six nights of drinking. It's good. Yeah, totally. Um, and it's funny because at the shows, I said something to you. You were like, are you having a drink tonight? Oh, yeah. And I apologized. Oh, yeah, dude. I was like, I'm not. I'm sorry. And you got you were like annoyed with that. Rightfully so. That you said sorry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't I didn't care. I was just curious. You were like, you don't have to. What are you doing? No, you don't have to apologize. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not having one. Like, I just I wanted to see if you were. If I had to, I would. And I, the reason I apologize is that I like drinking with you so much <laughs> that any time, and, and that's the other thing, any time I'm like, are you having a drink? Yeah. You're like, I wasn't planning to. Are you? And if I say yes, you will ride with me. 100%. You yeah. will never make me drink alone. Never, never. So for me to be like, because I figured that's what was coming from you, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I hated telling you, oh, that's funny. I can't have a drink that's tonight. Funny. I could have been coerced, and I thought that maybe having one would like help me somehow. Yeah, but I ended up being very glad that I didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> guys, our Oops Blend coffee from Book. Guys, our Oops Blend coffee from Brooklyn Roasting Company, one of the most vaunted Brooklyn coffee roasters. In fact, one of the most respected coffee roasters in the entire country is absolutely to die for this winter. All year round, let's be honest. I highly recommend that you get yourself a tin. We're so proud to be partnered with this incredible, respected, well-acclaimed coffee company. That's Brooklyn Roasting Company. Dude, I gotta be honest. The way that our, whatever, is this aqua blue? Whatever our blue is for Oops, the way that it looks wrapped around that tin, that's a good-looking sight. That's a good-looking sight. You get one of those tins (laughs) for one of your friends or you buy it for yourself. The thing is, you're going to keep that out on your counter. That's not going in the pantry. You're going to no. want that out on display. People are going to come over. They're going to say, what's that? Is that coffee? And you're going to say, why don't you mind your own fucking business? <laughs> and they're going to want to make love to you. That's right. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> Guys, go to brooklynroasting.com. Use promo code OOPSBEANS for 5% off. It's time. Get yourself a tin. Brooklynroasting.com. Promo code oops beans. Well, I have a new uh, idea okay. that has kind of hit me, which I think is something. This has been a long time coming, <laughs> but I've decided that I don't think there's a really a difference between saving and spending all of your money. <laughs> there's no difference. But is the spending going toward the business or something? Like, because I could see like an entrepreneur saying that. Um, no, I think it's just personal life. I, I just have, I'm at this point now where I've spent the last three months of my life saving money with a discipline that I have not had 
I don't think ever in my life. Interesting. Not not ever. Crazy. Not since I was like seven years old and I was making a dollar a week. So are you saying that like somehow that hasn't affected your lifestyle? I'm saying that even saving as much money and and not giving in to urges or desires and being very careful i have as much money saved now or i have so little money saved now that the difference between me living this way versus going into moncler or buying a new pair of boots or going out to nice dinners all the time and just living a great life mm-hmm. is negligible. Interesting. And I, I'm 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 so I feel I feel stupid. <laughs> I feel stupid because of this. So have they been painful austerity measures though? Like do you find yourself having the urge? Not really. Okay. It's not so much that. It's that even in in the, these months where the first month that I saved, I had the lowest credit card balance that I've had to pay off that I've had since the pandemic, since we were living in Maine with no expenses. Love to say basically. it. Love to say it. And I thought, wow, that wasn't as hard as I thought. Why has this been impossible to do in New York for all these years? Mm-hmm. And then this month, I did the same thing, which is that I didn't really spend much money. But I got hit with my semi-annual car insurance payment. I got hit with... I had a really big uh, grocery bill. I You also get hit with the membership credit, credit card membership fees. I got hit December. with the membership credit card fee. I've had... And all of a sudden, my balance is ballooned. And I'm like, well, I didn't buy anything. Yeah. And yet, the number is the same. So, my, wh- I can't avoid it. Do you budget at all? Like, do you have like a tentative budget i think what i would say to that is the sort of summary conclusion to this whole thought of mine okay which is that whether or not i save as much money as possible or spend not like a complete lunatic but spend without worrying that much i always seem to just barely pay my rent and pay my credit card bills and start the next month No over. matter what, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like that realization where I'm like, well, what's the fucking difference? Right, right, right. Then right. I might as well have a little fun. Yeah, I don't hate that. I like that for you. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Dude, whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, oh. the, and the only reason I'm asking about the budgeting thing is because, well, for two reasons. But first of all, I do it, but I'm not I'm not strict. What do you? What does it mean to budget? Tell, so, tell me what you mean exactly how that works for you. What do I have to spend money on this month? What do I have well, to you spend look money? For, you look ahead to the things you have to pay for. Yeah, so it could be everything. It's like rent, right? Electricity. Uh, but then if there's other things, like for example, I have three uh, big weddings coming up next year. Oof. So I've decided that I'm going to start saving for them. Wow, that's really forward thinking. So anyway, but whatever. I put, you know, X amount a month toward it. And I'm like, by, you know, May, when these weddings are actually right around the corner, hopefully none of these expenses will have like crushed me because I've been like chipping away at them. So like this month I booked a couple of the flights and there's a dollar amount that I put away. But like if it's possible to execute buying things in advance that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, whatever. So there's that. Then... um so whatever, if I'm saving money for stuff like that, then like Christmas gifts, that'll yep. get budgeted in. Yep. 
Um, so then I just have this like rough number and like I undercut a lot of the things like the food budget. Like I spend five times more. It's not, I'm not like strict to it, mm-hmm. but that number this month for me was the highest that it's ever been. Your food budget? No, the, whole, the overall how much money I should be budgeting, including savings and like all that shit was the highest number I've ever had in a single month. I'm really impressed that you do this. Do you do this on Excel? No, just notes. Jesus Christ. It's not like it's not that like sleek or, or uh, organized, but it gets the job. By the way, if you're wondering who runs the numbers for our podcast, <laughs> it's Julio. <laughs> and every every month he sort of sends me the breakdown and I say, I, it's as if he's done a magic trick. <laughs> I tell him, do you know how many hours it would have taken me to figure <laughs> that shit out? I don't think it would have taken you that long. I think that some the difference is that somehow that task gives you anxiety yeah. and it doesn't give it to me. A task that gives you anxiety, it's amazing how difficult it is to just do it versus something that doesn't. For me, it is video editing. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. sitting down is just so hard, Yeah. Um, which I commend you to, Chris and Ryan, uh, for how often you're doing it because well, it's not If easy. you were truly getting paid for it, I'm sure it would be easier. Could be true. But that's, you know, I've learned, by the way, because I use that excuse a lot in my life now. Which one? Well, I I so often look at these Hollywood actors who do these body transformations, right? And you look at someone who becomes a Marvel Avenger. Well, like Kumail was in the office. Yeah, exactly. Looking shredded. And people say, my God, that's amazing. And then my my immediate thought is, well, if, if a fucking movie studio was paying me $10 million to be in a movie and giving me a personal trainer and my only job for six months leading up to it was to just get in as good shape as I possibly could. Right. Yeah. Money, I, a great motivator. I could do that, or I could lose sixty pounds and look emaciated if I had to. I, you know, I'd have the discipline with that check waiting for me, contingent upon the body transformation happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I now realize that I extend that even to other to people I know who, you know, I, I look at people I know and I say, my God, they work so hard. It's incredible how hard they work, how many hours they put in how dedicated they are to their job, to learning new things and, and ascending the ranks of their corporate ladder or you know the fact that they interview on the side just for the sole purpose of reminding their company how desired they are, <laughs> right? All these things. And then I say to myself, well, that's they make, they make 10 times more money than I do. And if I were making that amount of money, I would probably be able to do that too. And I think that that's a little bullshitty. Right. Chicken, what came first? The attitude exactly. or the payday? They make that much both, money bro. because they've been that committed all along. It's part of it, but it can't be the whole thing. I think it's a little bit of both. And I do actually think you are a person who actually could if the payday was there. You're clearly disciplined. Do what? You're disciplined with the, your diet. You're disciplined with yeah, exercise. Yeah, that, I'm not, that I could do. I know, but I'm saying like... If someone was like, yo, if you, you can make $3 million a year if you learn... <laughs> The stock market. Dude, you could. Something would happen where I would be like, you know, I just see a butterfly halfway through and be like, oh, I'm going to go chase that. Right, right. I mean, dude, I don't know. Like, but but the stuff that you described before, like the body transformation stuff, I'm fair. I would bet on you. I would bet on yeah. you. Yeah. No, I, I, I actually do think I could do that because I've done a smaller version of it before. Mm-hmm. And if you had... Um, 
steroids. I wonder how jacked I could get on steroids. Hmm. Would you ever do steroids? Why doesn't anybody admit that they're doing it? Because there's such a stigma about it. But like if you have a fuck ton of money, like I've talked to doctors and shit, they're like, if you take HGH under supervision and you're spending enough money and blah, 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 there's like virtually no risk. That's what I've heard. Yes. And you have to imagine some of these fucking guys who are obviously on them probably are doing that, right? Uh, with Without a doubt. We all know it. I think the I would take it, dude. I think the problem, dude, is that baseball made steroids so frowned upon. I know, it's but they become were cheating. A, a buzzword for yeah, for cheat a synonym to cheating. The steroid yeah, era. Barry Bonds is so reviled. Mark McGuire, all the home runs, all that stuff. And the truth is that fucking you know Chris Evans taking steroids or Hugh Jackman to play Wolverine is not cheating. Right. It's the only way. We want Wolverine to These look guys that are way. 45 years old. We they want them to look I mean? we want the rock to look that way. Yeah, yeah. And so do whatever you got to do. Totally. You're not you're not holding someone else back from that role who is being more honest and doing it the old-fashioned way without steroids. Totally. Totally, dude. Um, I have no problem with it. I wish there was a kid I knew. You should endorse steroids. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, take steroids, but responsibly. Um, are, did you ever think about doing dry January? No. <laughs> I've done it in the past. I'm not calling it that, but just like kind of take a little time in the new year, try to get healthy. Honestly, one thing that I really like to include in that is dad grass. Oh, not just that because helps. it's it's something to do that isn't like really detrimental to your health. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think uh, that's totally capacity. that's fair. Yeah. You know, and especially just when it comes to like the mental aspect of it, like being hungover can really be a drag. Being too high can really be a drag. But smoking one hundred percent smokable organic hemp, just there aren't a ton of side effects. You no. just chill. Yeah, you're going to be fine with that. And you know, for all those nights where you say, "Boy, I had a rough day. I could really use a drink." Try some dad grass instead. You might just find that it helps you put that rough day behind you a little more gently. Totally. Go to dadgrass.com slash oops to check out all the products. They have pre-rolls, they have smokable hemp, dad grass, mom grass, uh, that are slightly different experience as well as tincture, which we love. Right now, dad grass is offering our listeners 20% off of your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash oops. Go to dadgrass.com slash oops for 20% off of your first order. That's dadgrass.com. Slash oops, Francis. <laughs> I wish there was um, th- there was a kid I knew in college who was a wrestler, and he was very very small, a very small guy. I mean, he was five four. Yeah. I remember guys like that, and he maybe a hundred and twenty pounds. He, yeah. you know, he wrestled at some in some weight class that I didn't even know existed. Right. It was crazy. Um, but he was medically prescribed HGH. Oh, as a kid. Yeah. Guy on my tennis team, same thing. Um, because his body needed it to develop. Uh, and I didn't know that. And once you hear that, you're like, oh, Jesus. I mean, yeah, it's not what I thought it was. It's medicine. Totally. Totally. Um, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not above taking it. If I had enough money. What do you think it would do to us? Make us fucking shred, bro. You think? Probably. I mean, especially if 
dude, like I'm saying, like if if there is in fact a healthy way to do it, that's that's very very low risk. Obviously, I do it. Yeah. You heal from injury better. You recover better. You can work out like fucking young man. Mm. <laughs> that is nice. <laughs> you know, that's nice. Just get huge. I, I uh, or just even to get ripped, dude. Like you don't need to take him to get huge. Is that right? Yeah. Like these guys who are just shredded, like and who are forty years old. You yeah, know, that, there's something going on there. That's so. That's so obvious, right? Yeah, it's so obvious. Yeah. Blatantly obvious. Sorry, I was looking up to see if I had another thing to say, but I, no, it's okay. I, I had already talked about the thing I wanted to talk about. No, you're good, dude. We're going to our friend's uh, apartment this weekend where they have, like a, they have like a spa in their building. It's like one of those buildings. And yeah, we're all just going to be like hanging out in the spa. Bro, this guy is fucking ripped. Oh, I like that. He's fucking ripped. I like that. And like, man. I'm just going to have to take the L on this one, dude. Yeah, it's all good. It's tricky. Whatever. It's uh, tricky. And you know what I'm not going to do? What? Talk about it in a way where it seems like I'm being a little bitch because that's the worst thing you can do. Like th- this is this is a possible scenario. There, we go. We have this nice spa day. We get home, and I start being like, you know, like I don't just think like I don't think I could like live a life like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm not gonna do, bro. If anything, I'm gonna like give. Like, he deserves the credit. He looks fucking amazing. Uh-huh. He's a chill dude. It's all good, bro. We don't all like. We can't all look like that. There's like the uh, the idea that I could even argue that there's something that I could do to get me there is all is preposterous potential. <laughs> even if I were to spend 24 hours a day trying to look like that, I probably wouldn't be able to. So hats off to this guy. He looks fucking amazing. And uh, it's going to be a fun fucking session. I wonder what I would do. I think what I would do is I would go over the top the other way. I would make a thing of it. You would just be like, dude, should we go on a date? No, I yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> look at this guy's body. What the hell? <laughs> Yo, this guy's amazing. Like, I would, and I would mean it. Dude, dude can, can I ask you something? Let me ask you something. Right? You're like, what do you eat? <laughs> <laughs> How often do you skip breakfast? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Never? Okay. Tell me okay. waking up. <laughs> Are you doing cardio like two two days a week? Or, uh, you find that that wipes away the gains. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, at that point, dude, there's a guy. Oof. You know, the the gym in my building is very small, and not, I would say ninety percent of the time, I'm the only person in there, and then eight percent of the time, the only other person in there is a guy on the elliptical mm-hmm. who is wearing pants that go with every step. <laughs> Yeah, Swisher. I like Swisher that guy. Sweets. We nod to each other. There's a mutual agreement. Like we see each guy. other a lot. And then 1% to 2% of the time, there is a guy who comes in who legitimately, I think I've talked about him, is, I think he probably has the best body that I've seen, <laughs> you know, in, in, in civilian life. <laughs> Where he's, he's another guy in the we're, gym. We're not in a crunch fitness or something right. like that. We're not in Gold's any, gym. Yeah, we're not in a place like that. He he's not wearing an outfit to accentuate how good his body is, and he's doing lifts that are really complicated. Really interesting to the degree that he's clearly been doing this for decades. He's perfecting and perfecting. I mean, he's doing. He's going through progressions. 
I guess for the sake of just being as strong as he possibly humanly can Crazy. and not in a brutish Olympic lifting way, right. but rather a, I want, you know, the lower back muscles of my body to mm-hmm. make sure that my machine is functioning at the best possible way. Mm-hmm. And he'll do like handstand push-ups. Oh, damn, bro. Against the wall. It puts a mat under his head so it doesn't smash his cranium against the floor. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm in there and, you know, do 20 minutes on the fucking Peloton and smab stuff. And I'm really kind of just not that into weightlifting right now. But I'm, I'm exercising, but I'm just, I don't, I don't know what I'm going for mm-hmm. just to, to kind of get a sweat up. And when I see him come in, it makes me, um, it makes me go harder, but it also makes me sad. <laughs> this guy makes me sad. Why? Because you just think that like you're not going to be able to do that. I know how many months it okay. would take to even sniff. Yeah the type of workouts that he's doing. So is it one of those things too, though, where it's like you guys are both in this sort of like. 98th percentile of fitness 99th percentile of fitness. i mean he's and is it like okay fine well let, ahead of let's me. say he's ahead of you but like is it one of those things where you maybe can't tell if i'm just sitting here sitting next to you i'm not gonna like be shocked at the difference between you if you're both sitting here in clothes but it's like yeah that's right six months of working out to crawl the smallest inch forward but it's like a significant but it's like the fine tuning, the final. You know, you see what I'm saying? I know what you mean. And, I'm not and, saying and, right, and, but... and frankly, it's what I love so much about this guy's body. Yeah, is that it's not. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's for show. It just seems like it's for love of the game. Right. That right. he loves the game. He's gonna be out there till he's. Who knows how old? You know, it's it's all for him about adding two and a half pound plates to either side, right, right, one week right, to right. the next, right. or. You know, chaining the forty-five pound plate around his waist to do twenty pull-ups instead of the thirty-five pound plate. It's those things, right? Right. You know that make him feel like I'm. Age is not a factor. Time is not affecting me. I am in control of of my body and my life, and totally. nothing can set me back. It's crazy, bro. Very cool. He's awesome. Shout out to that guy. He's the guy who one day, out of nowhere, in the building, the gym in our building, a weight vest, a 85-pound kettlebell, and some gigantic dumbbells showed up. Oh, and man. then this this thing that's like this big rod with a ball on the end. Oh, I've seen those. You know those that, are that heavy. For? You go around your head like oh, this, God. and it works on like small muscles in your right. arms and shoulders. Stuff. Um, That's cool. And I was doing, um, I was doing rows with like one of the sixty-five pound kettle, seventy-five. I think it's seventy-five pound kettlebell. And not to brag, <laughs> but it occurred to me. I was like, I knew immediately because he was using something else. I was like, Are you the one who brought these in here? And he was like, I, Yeah, I am. And uh, he's like, and I'm so glad to see someone else using them. Oh, sick. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't know if they were for like public consumption or whatever. But, uh, you know, I, I thank you for basically donating. These. He's like, I'm sure nobody else is using it. It makes me happy that there's another person in here who really knows how to lift weights. And I was like, yeah, right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, right. You fucking goose. Oh, sick. Is that done? 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's similar to that. He he also brought a I think it's a 120 pound sandbag. <laughs> And Jesus. I've like sat on it before to rest. <laughs> and he's like, "This thing's great. You can just toss it over your shoulder." And I'm like, How old "Fucking is he? no, I can't." He's probably 38. Wow. Maybe maybe 39. I mean, dude, I want I want you to see this guy. Yeah, I'd like to. I'll try to take a picture of him the next time I'm in there. <laughs> you think he's juicing or what? No, I really don't. Dude, my dad thinks everyone's juicing, dude. I'm telling you, <laughs> this guy's natty. Yeah, he's, he's natty because he's not. Gig- he's not bulbous right and he's not like weirdly he's not vascular. bulbasaur yeah we sure having those girthy veins you can kind of tell yeah no he's just perfect he's symmetrical he's lovely <laughs> he's lovely to look at it's hard not to look at him when i'm in there spend a lot shout of time out to this guy man yeah. doing doing the right stuff and i mean god he's, he's 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 handsome too i wonder what he does look out ladies yeah this guy's on the prowl yeah wears pants to work out but they're like tight Oh, nice. Yeah. Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. Okay, so for the Delta Lounge girl, if you're new here, the origin story of her is in episode 352, so go back to that. Nice. That's a good here. fact. That's really good. Uh, Francis, you yeah. mentioned your allowance at the age of seven was a dollar, yeah. so at the end of the year, you'd have $52. Right. Uh, side effects of taking steroids. So what a, that was a bad fact, Ryan. It's a tr- it was true. That's true. <laughs> That's as fact as facts are. And it's as obvious a fact as you've had. It was obvious to me. Right, in your defense. It's 52 weeks in the year. <laughs> Not everyone knows that. I thought you were going to give us an inflation fact. I thought you were going to tell us that the rate of inflation that year, when I, when I was seven years oh, old, interesting. what that, the real value of my money would have been, which would have been a great fact. Okay. <laughs> like, Side yes. effects of taking steroids include difficulty sleeping, irritability, <laughs> mood swings, aggression, depression, skin changes, so you could have acne, more colds, but an increased sex drive. Wow. <laughs> And then most of the swishy sweatpants uh, that you may have worn in the early 2000s, they're made of rip-stop nylon. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Based on me calling Ryan out like that, you'd have to probably guess that I'm on steroids. Yeah, seriously. You good, Uh, dude? (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, What do you got coming up? Um, St. Petersburg uh, at the Coastal Creative, January 20th. We'd love to see you at that show. Got a bunch of dates coming up this year as well. Nice. Some of them are on my website right now. DC, Yonkers, uh, Rhode Island, uh, Atlanta, um, not Julio.com. What about you? Nice. I'm in Philly, February 1st at Helium. I'm in Atlanta that Saturday, February 4th or something uh, at the Earl. And then I'm at Nashville Zanies that Sunday, um, the next day. So a bunch of sh- dates there. And then I have a whole tour rolling out. Chicago's going fast. Get those tickets uh, for Chicago, uh, Minneapolis, Dallas, San Francisco, um, and maybe a couple more. So tickets are at FrancisEllis.com. It's the Hero We Need Tour. Can't wait to meet you guys. Uh, really excited. Thank you so much.